Welcome back. Woo! Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. You all are loved and appreciated and just awesome and amazing in every single way. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to Liz Corner. I'm Olivia, and we're going to go down and do this special Valentine's Day episode for you guys. Um, <clears throat> now, when I first thought up of how to do a Valentine's Day, you know, special episode, I, what didn't come to mind was that... <laughs> was that Valentine's Day isn't exactly a real holiday. And uh, that it's um, a hallmark day for, you know, people, companies that sell cards and, um, you know, cards and flowers and chocolates and a bunch of other crap. But I think on another level that Valentine's Day means a little something more. It's something deeper than that. To me, the meaning of Valentine's Day is basically just, you know, a, an opportunity Amongst many, many, many opportunities that you get in around the years, um, time, and you get many opportunities to show someone that you love, that you, you know, adore them, that you're absolutely crazy about them. But Valentine's Day is special in a way where, you know, you feel a little encouraged to do so. It's like, it's promoting you to show love. But sometimes you don't have to show love to, like, a significant other. Well, I mean, well, on Valentine's Day, I mean, specifically, you can always show love to your significant other no matter what because, hey, you fucking love them. And, you know, any day is a good day to say I love you and to kiss them and give them random-ass gifts out of nowhere. But Valentine's Day can also be about more than just couples. It can be about showing love or appreciation to somebody else and, you know, making them feel just as important as they are to you. And that right there is magical on its own. And you don't see a lot of love nowadays, and I think Valentine's Day has sort of become a a day where you show that, you know, you're not, that you do think of others, that you do care about people, and that day today is seen as an opportunity to do so. So, for, for example, um... A coworker uh, of mine this morning, um, I'm not going to say their name because of uh, non-disclosure and whatever, uh, but they brought in food for the entire for the entire uh, team at my workplace. And they even went as far as to buy like little like, like candies and stuffed animals for the um, for all the women in the team. And the team consists of mainly women, including myself. And it just like just went like uh, went out of the way to do like a sort of Galentine's thing, because you know they just were that much. Uh, they 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 cared that much. They wanted to show their appreciation and their friendship that much. They went out of the way to do something, and that is incredible to me. That's the one who can actually take time out of their day and out of their schedule, especially at work, to do something so incredibly nice. To top that off, people around the world may be doing something different, uh, being uh, donating to charities or uh, helping out volunteering. And in the long run, my point is 
Valentine's Day is so much more than just being with your lover, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your significant other. No, it is just about love. We turned that day into that meaning. It wasn't originally the purpose because, you know, Hallmark holiday, people want to just sell shit. But really, we're all in it for the love, guys. So, um, I have a big episode planned for you guys. Uh, I'm going to be, next segment, I'm going to be talking about gifts. What to present to who and when and why. Basically, what level of relationship are you on and what's the appropriate gift. We'll get into that in just a few moments after this quick break. See, be right back. Yay! And we're back. Now, uh, in the last segment, I was talking about what to give to your um, girlfriend or boyfriend or partner. Uh, and, and, like, certain levels of, like, relationships and shit. Because it does matter what you give them and what level and what time. Now, some couples, relationships, bend the rules and it works for them. It's okay. But if you want to stay on the safe side, to me, in my opinion, here's what you do. Now, there is a tier, there's like three tiers as far as relationships go. Uh, tier one, one to three months, where you're like still in like the um, honeymoon phase and you're still getting to like know each other and understand each other a little better and just like everything about each other like blows your mind you know it becomes you know that your end all be all of existence is your partner and that just like happens to be you know what the honeymoon phase is between the period of one to three months tier two that is a period of six mo- of six months to one year. That is when you really dive into knowing each other, where you really get things settled, where things are starting to like you know, you're starting to notice like little things about her or him or they that make you a little off, but you know you love them anyways, and so you try and get to know them a little personally, and they start doing the same thing to you. Now, at that point, they start to you know pick up on things and start buying uh, gifts or, or stuff that relatively relate to something that you um, that you like on a deep level or something that represents commitment. And then there's tier three, uh, the two plus year mark, where at that point you're either really committed and in for the long game or, or y'all are married by then. Which is congrats, but you know, whatever. Uh, uh, we're going to jaw back a little bit because I think I jumped ahead a little bit. So um, we'll get to the whole um, two plus and possibly marriage thing in a while. But right now we're looking at tier one. The one to three month phase. Not a phase. It's more of a period. And not the bad, not the, um, the kind that I'll get into later. Yes, we're gonna incl- we're gonna talk about periods, guys. It happens on Valentine's Day too, all right? God, Jesus, Christmas, holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, tier one. Um, what I would recommend that you give for your um for your partner 
your hottie toddy with the body. I'm, fuck, kill me. That's so bad. <laughs> God, that was so stupid. I don't know why. Cupid did not shoot me with his arrow. In fact, I think uh, he missed. And then on the third try, he was like, fuck it. And just went ahead and stabbed me. Anyways, <laughs> we're not here to talk about stabby stabby or any of that shit. So for tier one, I recommend buying stuff like teddy bears or chocolates. Even flowers. That shit is amazing on the first three months. It shows that you are interested. It shows that you want to make them happy. That you want them to feel special. Um, go as far as making nice cutesy poems or doing sweet and sappy shit. Like, you know, showing up on a, with like a, like say, what? With like a blanket and a basket. With like um, flowers and wine and go on a picnic and it's a nice decent day. Because February, it's still sometimes winter and it gets cold. So you could say, you know, picnic indoor, which is really sweet. Like, you know, little Christmas lights that are above you. They don't have to be Christmas lights. It can just be like hanging lights for decoration. And just... Or picnic outside on a nice green grassy hill by a lake where it's, you know, sunny or cloudy. I prefer cloudy because that's just me. And then, God. I'm not getting all daydreamy about it because it's just that nice. Anyways, that's tier one where you get to the romanticism and you just like, you know, like I said, honeymoon phase. Now, uh, tier two, it's a bit of a different ball game. Let me tell you something. You do not, uh, <clears throat> the honeymoon, after my first relationship, I experienced the honeymoon phase very well. And then I sort of made, I had set an expectation for myself that the honeymoon phase would be forever constant, that it would be always there. And that there would be some kind of spark of, you know, influence from, you know, those first few months that will remain and continuously go on forever. I was wrong. And for that, I was at fault on Tier 2. Tier 2 is the time for to get really deep romantic. This is a six-month to one-year period to where you need to dive in and sort of give them something like a step up from teddy bears and chocolates and roses. You would therefore get them, like, jewelry with, like, you know, your guys' initials in it, you know? A little bit of a cute commitment set type. Because when you're in the one-year or six-month phase, you start to develop deeper feelings. You start to realize that this person you're with... Um, by the way, this is, theoretically speaking, if you have found, you know, the person you want to be with, like... For a seriously long time. Um, this isn't always the case. But this is also. Uh, for a minute there we're going to set that aside. And just think. You just want. You have really strong feelings with this person. And they have strong feelings back. So you guys go ahead and just jump on the gun. And. Or jump on the um, on the wagon. And just start buying romantic stuff. So just buy. Um, necklaces with initials in them. Or. You know, things with, like, like, like jewelry with engravings in it. Um, heck, a perfect idea 
which some people, you know, introduce by the one to three month period, which is no problem with that. That is completely cool because, you know, if you know what you want and you're committed and you want to dive right in there, do it. Because what feels right feels right. And never do something purely out of the um, notion that you had to rush into things. Because you don't. A relationship is not like a race. You have to put time into it. But it's also in a way like a chess match. Like some sort of... Like a strategic placement thing. Not like a chess match. Because love's not a game. And there is relationships, so... Um, in a way, you need to strategically know when and where to make the right move. How to display affection and when not to display it. The promise ring concept is... Traditionally was used as a way of showing that they are going to remain... Um, that the person giving the promise ring is going to be not just faithful, but also celibate. Until they are married. That was what it meant back in the 1980s. Nowadays, a promise ring can mean many things. Sometimes it can be like, you know, sort of a pre-proposal type deal. To where, oh, I'm going to marry this girl. And here's a little bit of a metal engraved ring. Or a silver gold engraved ring. That is going to show that I am committed. Because I want to... Make sure this goes completely well so that when we're ready to take that step, we'll go ahead and, you know, fall into it effortlessly because it will feel right and it will feel good. That way, That is the intention of the promise ring that I'm talking about today. Introducing that into the six to one year period, uh, six months to one year period, is a really good idea, but it's not a bad one in the first year. Just make sure you know that what you want is what you want. That's all I gotta say. And um, finally, there is tier three. The two plus years, or possibly marriage. Now, <laughs> I don't know much about marriage, but I have been in relationships for three plus years, and it's um, it's been there. And at that point, you start to go back on memories. You reminisce. You think about things that you guys did before that sparked a really happy moment. Or that meant something really, you know, that meant something really important to you guys. So, you start giving gifts based on that. They could be the, the, the craziest things. They could be the most cliched things. But they will often tie back to that memory. And as long as that person and you share those moments and you guys remember what's important to you. Or what's funny or what's cool or the references you guys make or the little inside jokes. As long as you remember those and they still uphold your memory, that gift will mean the world. Um, it could be something as simple as um, as a, a, a drawing or a poem or, or, or even a little trinket. Um, God. Like, 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 there was at one point in time where I had a, when me and my ex were dating, that we would often just buy engraved stuff from the store called Things Remembered. Uh, <clears throat> we, it was a really awesome store, really great, 
guys, by the way. Um, and reasonable pricing. Pretty cool. She got me this ornament for Christmas. And it had a picture from our very first Christmas bent together. I still have that ornament today. And I look back on it fondly. Because it is a good memory. Even though it was from a time where I wasn't considered a woman. Uh, even though it was from a time where the relationship, though good, didn't last forever. I still look back on it with fond memories. Because now I am best friends with that person. And that Christmas, that day, was still our first Christmas together. And I learned to appreciate that. And that's the thing with like gifts from tier... Three, gifts that mean, you know, that you appreciate them, that you love them, that you want to, like, make sure that they, that their memory of you and your memory of them is engraved into both of your minds so deep that on a personal level, one object can tell a story. And that's what you give to people on Valentine's Day on Tier 3. Gifts that tell meaning and stories of your life so far. <sighs> Christ. I'm all getting passionate and shit, because, like, this stuff, Valentine's Day, and it's just all the lovey-dovey stuff. I'm usually not this crazy on this day. Um, it's been a while since I had a um, person to be with. On Valentine's Day, um, I currently st- am not single. I am with my lovely, lovely girlfriend, Janelle. God, I haven't been as happy as I am around her in forever. Like, it's scary crazy, and I'm just, ugh, guys, I am, I am. God damn lucky. <sighs> Jesus. I'm like drifting off into like my whole romantic montage from the 80s inside of my head. But you know, that's how shit goes. Anyways, um, that was the gift tearing that I shared with you just now. Hopefully, you take my advice. If not, do what you want. I am not your therapist. And I'm not your dom. But I'm an excellent telltale. Hey you! Hey you! This your... This yours? Your sub's being a brat. There we go. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Next time in like a few seconds. Bye. Yay! Hey! Back again with another segment. Um, so, uh... <laughs> Y'all like fun facts, right? <laughs> well, uh... I got a couple for you that might be a bit interesting. Um, this segment's going to be a little bit short, but, you know, uh, it might be fun. It might be fun. So let's get started. Let's get started. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Valentine's Day has been around for centuries. Um, three or four centuries, I think. I'm not sure. Um, I didn't exactly do a lot of research on Valentine's Day. Shit. Fuck. I stepped on something. No! We're good. We're good. We're good, guys. We're okay. Huh. Okay. So, um, 
here is fact number one for you guys uh, to remember Valentine's Day by. Hopefully this will get a little bit of a rise out of you. Because I've been all gushy, gushy, lovely, dovey for like the past 20, 25 minutes, I think. I don't know. Here we go. Uh, the first fact is Victorians, as in Victorian Londons, Londoners, used to send vinegar valentines. Much like we send Valentine's Day cards to like other people. Well, back then they would send like cards um, that had like, you know, rude or insulting messages on them. Like, uh, say, like, they would send, like, you know, you fucking suck, and then, right, like, or, like, send, like, little vinegar packets or send shit to them, or something along those lines, and it would be, like, it's, like, a, like, I think it's, like, legit, like, a, I hit you, Valentine, which is totally not what Valentine's Day is for, but if you want to be a bit of a dick, Here's how you can bring that tradition to today's times. Um, send them like a really, really distasteful meme, or like like a send the people or person you don't like a distasteful meme, followed by like um, a little harmless uh, message of saying, "I don't appreciate you," or or um, "You're not cool," or or something that's not negative, like not too negative. Because I recognize if you don't like somebody, that's cool, I get it. But if you want to send someone, like, a vinegar Valentine's Day, do just that. A vinegar-smelling letter stating how I do not appreciate their behavior and that they are a rightful jack arse. Anyway, let's continue. Um, fact number two. In Japan, huh, oh my god, in Japan, only women give Valentine's Day gifts. This is due to a translation error made by a chocolate company in 1936 when it was first introduced to Japan. See, it was traditional then for women to reveal who they fancy by giving a small chocolate gift to the one that they like. Now, that's really awesome. I'm sure by now um, that people have, di- have talked and understood now that that was a translation error and that they have uh, brought the actual tradition of, you know, Gifts being given by all genders and races. Um, why does races? Of course races. I mean, uh, by all genders. And that didn't have to be women exactly. But back in the day, they did that. And, which is not too shabby. Actually pretty cool, you know? <sighs> but yeah, that's what they did. And uh, I think continues to do still, you know? If they wanted to, of course, you know, I'm not there. I'm not the person who says what they do and what not. I am just a messenger who followed a blog and said, hey, here's some facts. Okay, so um, <clears throat> number three on our list of fun facts. This one's actually really fun. <laughs> um, and number three, condom sales actually spike in February because, you know, or on Valentine's Day, because Durex has reported a 20 to 30% sales spike on or around Valentine's Day. We can all guess everyone's going to be doing the dirty around Valentine's Day, but once again, I'll nerd you guys, because in my last episode, I stated this very clearly. Not last episode. Last episode? Or was it, I think it was like the fourth one. I don't remember. 
I can't remember. Oh my god, I can't. Point is, be safe during sex. And these specs and condom sales prove people listen. Now, let us hope they remember how to put the fucking condom on. <laughs> Just a word of advice to some of the male friends who don't know how to fucking do shit when it comes to sex. Mm, I'm not saying any names. Anyways, continuing. Um... Saying, wear your heart on your sleeve comes from an old Valentine's Day tradition. In the Middle Ages, schoolboys would draw the names of girls out of, out of a hat and find out who they, would be their valentine. See, they wear the name pinned onto their sleeve for the rest of the week. Now, that seems like a pretty douchey way of, of like giving away like your crush. Because I can imagine that playing out today in preschool. Oh, Tommy likes Susan. Oh. And then be like, kill the embarrassed. I just... Feel bad for the kid, damn. I bet you back then they weren't as, like little kids could not be as jerkish as they are now. Because mind you, I have heard stories about kids, children ages eight and above, and, and above up to ten to twelve, and past that are complete assholes. Not kidding. Not saying any kid's name in particular. But, damn, I have heard stories. Anyways, continuing. Uh, let's see. In Finland, they celebrate Friends Day instead of Valentine's Day. Uh, it's pronounced Ystavanbaivia. Fuck, I can't say that word because I do not speak Finland in. Kill me now. <laughs> the 14th of February celebrates friendship instead of romance in Finland. And people buy cards and gifts for their pals. Uh, so cute. My god. Ugh. And final fact for today <clears throat> Saint Valentine was executed for illegally performing weddings. See, Roman soldiers were forbidden from marrying as the Emperor Claudius thought that married men made poor soldiers. Valentine, who was a priest, disagreed, disagreed with the ban and performed weddings in secret. He was eventually discovered and thrown in prison and then executed on February 14th. Legend says that before his death, he wrote one final letter to the woman he loved, signing it from your valentine. Very sad background, but damn. I guess I did do a little studying up, but of course I could not have done any of this information searching if it weren't for the link I placed in the bottom of the description, where I will post there to where you can visit to see these facts for yourselves. There's a couple more, but I'm not going to reveal them all today because you need to see and visit the article somehow. And, you know, if I just spill this contents, you wouldn't be any more interested and you would not be compelled to visit their site. So I'm going to put their link at the bottom and you will see that they are a really bitchin' cool site. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, by the way, that site is called um, Eve Woman. Very neat little thing. Mikust. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that is our fun facts section. Um, I'm going to return back in a few moments, and we are going to discuss just the apps, you know? Like, what's happening in life? Because I know y'all want to know more about adulting and whatnot, and therefore I am going to give you guys some more adulting advice in that section. So here we go. BRB. Bye. And we are back. 
Jesus Christ, guys, what is a haps? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I'm listening to Spotify's uh, music in the background, by the way. It's all um, stuff from the Valentine's Day playlists. Currently, I'm listening to Warm Fuzzy Feels, and it is giving me the warm fuzzy and the feelies, goddammit. Woo! <laughs> Anyways, um, so, uh, I want to touch down on a little something serious. See, a while ago, and a few episodes back, I mentioned my dad. See, my dad and I are a little bit estranged. Haven't talked to each other since, um, the, since, uh, God, it's been so long. September, October of 2017, yeah, October of 2017. Is when is last time I talked to my dad. It is now 2019, and it's been a a year and some change. <sighs> Shit. Don't even put down on everyone's day. I just want to say, you know, uh, Valentine's Day. It isn't specifically my dad's birthday. The, the 14th of February, or the 13th, I say. One of those two. My dad's birthday was this week. And, you know, I have no way of contacting him. Yeah, you know, I tried looking for his number on 411. I tried, you know, trying to get to the yellow pages. But my findings kept coming up short. And ultimately, I could not find my dad's number or his exact contact either. I already have it and tried it and he ignored me or... He just doesn't want to talk to me at all. I don't know. Point is that on the off chance you're listening, Dad, I still love you. Still your kid. And happy birthday. My dad. Uh, Chacon Sr. Is turning 49. Damn. Shit. I, uh, not senior. Um, my, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna draw on detail, but when I was born, I was in it to my father. And, you know, of course, that didn't become a thing anymore as soon as I transitioned. I changed my name to Olivia. But Chacon was his name. And he, only only difference between me and him is that I had a middle name. At the time, I'm okay giving you this information. At the time, my middle name was Sebastian. But, now I changed it to Sarah. So now I'm, Ali- I'm Olivia Sarah Chacon. But, um... Yeah. It, it just it sucks, really, that I can't... And I'm, I'm unable to see him. Or my sister Victoria. And it's a real fucking shame that... I have to just deal with it. Until one of them reaches out to me. Because God only knows I've reached out to them so many times. And I've gotten no response. I don't even know if they're alive. It kind of fucking sucks. But anyways, yeah. Um... Happy birthday, Dad. Hope you're doing okay. 
<clears throat> ah, fuck me. Oh my god. Stupid fucking feels. I can't cry right now. Holy shit. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going, guys. Let's do this. Okay. So, um... <laughs> okay. Now, other fun, fun facts going on. I, I watch the news, guys. I watch the news and tell me... Tell me it isn't so. They're building the goddamn wall. What the fuck is this? Okay. A uh, little backstory. Remember when I said something about the go- about the, the government shut down and why it was being caused and how it was affecting government employees and how uh, Trump was trying to fulfill a campaign promise that was just so stupid and just should have been dropped from the get-go and didn't even solve half the issue with immigration? But yeah, no. Uh, after I mentioned that, the government shutdown was lifted up uh, a, a few days shortly after that and uh, for to postpone the whole negotiation with Democrats and Republicans alike with Trump to try and get on a certain arrangement to make sure that the wall could go through without another government shutdown. Preferably, they didn't want the wall in the first place, the Democrats and I, and everyone else in this fucking country that knows common sense. But, you know what? The dude's fucking persistent. He is persistent. He is, he is as persistent as he is a horrible president. And that's fucking persistent. <laughs> but anyways. Um, recently, they have settled on a bipartisanal bipartisan deal intended to fund the U.S. government and fend off the another government shutdown. In the meantime, there is funding being put into it, but not a whole lot. Uh, $1 billion uh, is around the estimate. And I guess Trump, not satisfied, would also look for funds elsewhere. In the meantime, as well, he's also trying, uh, talking up about how he's going to declare a national emergency over security at the southern border. Now, that won't work. Because... Many people, even Republicans, have opposed to this wall because of environmental issues that will come with it, the, the, the climate rate that will come up, and I'm not mentioning the amount of people it will affect their homes, their communities. It will draw a big line. And it will, like, it's not a good line either. This line will basically, this whole wall will run through actual businesses that are between borders. This line will run through actual people's communities, and that is not good. Seeing as he doesn't care, he's going to make it happen because he is stubborn and thinks that this wall is going to solve some issues. Not to mention, I, from my perspective, it looks like he's trying to, like, you know, not back down on his promise, which is... Uh, God, how do I see this? It is respected when someone goes and falls through on their promises. But when that said promise fucks with America and the community and with Mexico and just, just fucks with everything on every level possible, you do not go through with that. That is basically the, the world, when, the, when even your own party says no, that is when you gotta back the fuck down. Honest to God. Holy shit. Ugh. Nancy Pelosi is even, like, saying that there will be legal action. There will be lawsuits against President Trump if he does this emergency. 
And his defense is that the that the national emergencies have been around since the law's been since the law's been you know passed, and is in his full right. Blah blah. He quoted that off of a senator or a governor, something like that on Twitter. It just yes. While it is okay for you to enact your right as president to declare a state of national emergency. I get that. But over this? Over this? Guys, come on. What the fuck, man? Literally, what is your fucking thinking? Holy shit. Bro, drop it. Just fucking drop it, okay? Enough people have suffered. That's my piece. That's my tea. I'm spilling that right now. Mm. It's fucking 8 o'clock, guys. 8.30. Holy shit. Okay. Continuing. <laughs> um, aside from the news with Trump, and why I'm so pissed off, good news has arrived. There are a ton of Democrats up for pres- uh, who are up for running for office around 2020. Uh, who are saying who is going is not yet known, but there have been a bunch of promising candidates up in the lineup. So, I mean, I'm cool with that. But my main focus and concern here is if A, they're going to do something about gun control, and if B, they're going to do something about restoring the rights to LGBTQ Americans, and C, if they are going to have a more fair immigration system. And nothing that can discriminate or even cause some kind of havoc in that area or field. I, I want this country to go back to how good it was when Obama was president. Granted, there was some stuff that Obama did uh, or approved of that didn't quite sit well with some people. But, uh, but from the perspective of the things done in America. I want things to go back to that. <sighs> Rice on a biscuit. I can't even right now. Holy shit. Uh, in other words, and uh, in other news, Galentine's Day. If you're not familiar with it, Galentine's Day is basically when uh, us female gal friends basically treat each other and tell each other how appreciated we are to you know one another. We show love. But in a friendship kind of way. In a weird, awkward twist, though. Not weird and awkward, but in a really sexy kind of fucking cool-ass twist. Um, Valentine's Day is also... <laughs> kind of funny, considering there are lesbians that, you know, you know, accelerate. Like, I. And sometimes it's not just Valentine's Day. It's also sort of like a girl's Valentine's Day. Like, girls only Valentine's Day when it comes to me and my girlfriend. But I'm sure it wasn't the intention. The intention of Valentine's Day was actually just for strictly female friends. Not for, you know, you know relationships. But, um, yes. That exists. And it is a good opportunity to show your female platonic friend a good time. Or vice versa. And, you know, just... You know. Girls got to together, guys. Girls got to stick together. Anyways, continuing on, because I made that a little bit awkward, and I'm just going to, you know, fast forward a little bit. Final topic of news today. Trans women have periods. Yes. Yes, they do. I can prove this. But not ovulation. Okay, it's not ovulation. We don't, 
We don't bleed from our downstairs every month. No. Uh, on a uh, period. Because we, if we after a certain amount of being on HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy, we end up actually um, developing periods. It can last up to a few days, a few to a, to a week, or a couple weeks. That's what it is. Um, just like a normal period, only difference is we don't ovulate or spit out eggs, or or or, um, um, or we don't get rid of eggs and stuff like that. But no, what happens is we experience um, bloating, uh, muscle cramps, spasms, headaches, migraines, mood swings. Um, irritability, and just soreness, and it's just like, we experience all the things that accompany the symptoms of a period without what the period actually does to women who are born female, like, like, with female, with the female genitalia. Meaning us trans chicks can have periods. Not very many people believe that, but science has proven that. And, you know, you can look it up if you want to. It's there. It's all there. But, uh, yeah. I, I mention this point sometimes. Some women get offended and some don't. And I can understand that. I'm not trying to draw comparisons between um, cisgender women and um, transgender women. Like, I'm not trying to say, uh, oh, we're, um, oh, you're, whatever you've gone through, we gone through too, or something. I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to say that, in all fairness, we experience pain that women on a normal basis do. And it's like, it's like I explain this, and it sounds hurtful to some girls, but it's not. And some women understand. Uh, some other cisgender women understand that us transgender women do feel on a certain level the same and are equal pain as, you know, a normal period would. As a normal period would cause. <sighs> but yeah, you know, I can rant about that all day. I can keep saying and pointing out that us trans girls really in the long run are just like normal female women. And in fact, I'm not going to toss the term normal in there because we're normal women too. The the only difference is one was born with a vagina, the other wasn't. And that's okay. Because gen- just gender does not mean what's in your pants. It never did. And it never will, guys. I was not born a man. I was born a female even though I had what is traditionally known as a male genitalia. I, in a a testosterone-producing body, I was still a female. I was still a woman. I've only realized this, and people realize this, when I have brought it to my attention that I have understood myself better. And have understood that I am, in more ways than many, a girl. And more ways than one, sorry. Oh, I get so livid when it comes to this stuff, you know? <laughs> livid, good. I'm live, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm just that kind of, that kind of punny person, you know? <laughs> ah, all right. So, um, 
I'm going to end this segment of What's the Haps and continue on to our final segment, which I think is going to be a bit of a nice little treat for you guys who are single. Uh, <clears throat> respect and love yourself, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give us a little break. That's my voice a little bit because I am horse as a pony. Huh, get it? Horse as a pony. Yeah, because I'm a little horse. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, bad joke. I'm gonna go ahead. Um, be right back. Bye. Yay! Oh my god, my voice is so sore. Let me tell you about my best friend. Okay, okay. Mm, oh my god, I just realized this. Oh, okay, before we get into the final segment of this episode, I want to reveal some news. Okay, um, I... Okay, <laughs> okay uh, first news, news before that news. Um... My best friend in the whole damn world, Mariah. I, uh, but I'm not going to say her last name for security reasons. <laughs> Mariah and her BF, her boyfriend, are fourth member of the Biscuit Clan. <laughs> Coriander Biscuit. Cory. Um, they basically made, like, got promise rings. Oh, my God. Ah! So adorable. I love them. Gosh. Congrats, guys. You're amazing. Fucking love you guys. Anyways, continuing on. My mm, favorite uh, horror movie. What? Child's Play. Now, I know it's kind of weird. Uh, I'm a fan of a horror movie about, you know, a, a killer, a serial killer, and a doll trying to kill a child. Like, you know, we, we all like weird shit. Anyways, uh, if you're not familiar, Child's Play, it's about a serial killer by the name of Charles Lee Ray, who is uh, caught in the middle of a, uh, of a heist. And in that heist, he is shoot down by his cop, and they should go, they kind of, you know, gun battle it in a, in a toy store. But little, and but when um, Charles Lee Ray was wounded by the cop, uh, little did the cop know that Charles knew how to perform voodoo magic and you know they worshipped a some sort of deity that kind of controlled his said magic. Anyways, uh he Charles Lee Ray uses his said skills to transport the soul of, of his now dying body into the body of a good guy doll, which is a doll made by this company who have are marketed and advertised their dolls to children ten and below, whatever. Now, here's where it gets really tricky. Um, Andy Barclay and his mom, single mother, uh, celebrated his birthday one day. And Andy Barclay is a big fan of good guy dolls. Now, when Andy's mother gets a hold of one of these dolls and tries to, say, you know, gift it to their son, to her son, little does she know that very doll is possessed with the soul of the serial killer who is presumed dead, Charles Lee Ray. She gets like she gets moved around a lot. Chucky is here and there in like little corners, and whatnot. He kills people. Uh, like basically tricks Andy into being his friend, sort of. It it gets real fucking creepy, real fucking fast. And the moment you see this fucker move and you see him talk, you start to realize this shit is not what you signed up for. But it is ultimately badass still. 
oh my god, I'm such a big fan of Chucky. All sequels and all the things that came up after Child's Play 1, then 2, and 3. I was loving them, and I just was glad they were continuing them. But now, coming this fucking June 26, 2019, in theaters, no less. It's been so long since it's been in theaters, oh my god. In theaters, they're, they're rebooting Child's Play. Uh... Escalated from what you were told. Wait, what do you what do you mean? So I got different news for a second. Um, hold hold the phone. Uh, um, uh, anyways, Child's Play, the 2019 reboot is coming to theaters this June. Holy motherfuck! I saw the trailer and I was surprised. And and, and guess what, guys? It's being produced by the same my the same guys that made it. That movie was scary as shit. I am so glad they decided to take the producers from that movie and have them work with the team to create a new Child's Play film. Because looking at it now, it looks more futuristic. Because like, I guess the setting is that Chucky comes from, uh, or the um, good guy dolls are now called buddy dolls. And the buddy dolls are, said, uh, a product of a company who makes a ton of shit. Sort of like an Apple, Microsoft, and... Um, LG version type, you know, combining like company called Kaplan. Basically, they uh, create the dolls that um, Charles Lee Ray, I guess, are gonna is going to be transferring his soul into this time. And Annie Barclay looks a little older, like twelve-ish, thirteen-ish, or something. Doesn't make sense. He's gonna get a doll, but I assume it's for some reason, some good reason. Um. But yeah, the, the dolls are tech, like, like high-tech now. Like, they scan you and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? It looks promising. Like, it's putting a little modern twist on Child's Play, and I appreciate that. But I'm more concerned with how they're going to tell the backstory. While I am excited for this movie, and it sounds really epic, I, uh... I'm concerned with how they're going to incorporate this into Charles Lee Ray. Some are saying that the story is going to take on a different role, a different aspect, where, you know, um, like a programmer who's obsessive or just like really crazy reprograms a single doll and sends it out into the world to see what happens. That sounds like a really possible theory because people are crazy and you know what they're capable of, especially nowadays. So I can get how that play out. But I really hope to keep the original storyline at least just a tiny smidge. You know, just to not, you know, completely alter it in a way where it's no longer Chucky and it's not Nichols entirely. But people are still getting murdered, creepy music is still playing, and the doll still wields a fucking knife. And guess who is back to play Chucky? The original guy himself, Brad fucking Dureth. And I am happy as fuck, bitch. Mmm, yes. Okay. Uh, guys, that news excited me like crazy. Oof. <sighs> I'm gonna take you guys with me while I uh, go ahead and continue on the episode. I need more. So I'm gonna drink. How so? Okay, so, um, sorry guys, I 
Yes, I'm that professional that takes the podcast to my fridge to get more soda because my throat can't only take speaking for so long and I guarantee you I've spoken for a little over an hour now. So, Valentine's Day is, like I said, a day for couples and love and, and loving not just couples but people themselves. But you know it also falls into people? Single folks. That's right. That's right, I'm calling out the single peeps on Valentine's Day who are out tonight drinking, doing recreational drugs. Don't blame you. If I could smoke weed, I would, but unfortunately, I don't have the money, nor do I have the resources, and nor do I even have the apartment compliances for me to smoke weed, even if it was medicinal. But, point being, you guys are out there. All about single, and, and not entirely alone, but if you are alone, you don't want to be alone. And I get that. It's Valentine's Day. It's supposed to be with somebody or with a friend or whatever. But, guys, remember, Valentine's Day is about love. And you know what falls into love? Loving yourself. Loving, you know, just, just your body, your person. Treating yourself to nice things. Telling yourself you're special, you're beautiful, and you deserve to be respected. And you deserve all of the love in the world. And that is also what falls into Valentine's Day. So here's some ways to treat yourself. Uh, one, buy a nice glass of wine. Buy a nice bottle of wine. Get a wine glass. Grab some popcorn. Sit back in your own home and watch a movie. Not just any movie. It can be whatever movie you want. But, you know... Watch something of your taste, you know, child's play, or, you know, fucking rom-coms. It's all, it's all your deal. It's whatever you want. And enjoy the wine, enjoy the popcorn, or whatever snack you want. And just, you know, every occasionally, not to sound like a narcissist, say that, ah, I love myself. <sighs> on top of that, you can also go see movie in theaters on your own. You can do that, guys. It's totally cool if you do. I did that one time, and it was not bad. Actually, it was pretty cool uh, that I um, sort of retained myself, like what kept to myself. Didn't need to talk to anybody. Didn't need to do anything. I just sat in the theater and watched a movie. And that, my friend, was cool. (laughs) You can even, uh, what else can you do? You can go... To GameStop. Treat yourself to a game. You know, whatever you want. What else? What else? What else? You can even, I don't know, record a podcast episode, draw, do, like, do your own thing. You know, get in the feel for yourself. Or if you want to do something very sexual and you have to do it with, um, there's services for that. Or, as Haley Seinfeld explained in her popular song, song uh love myself you basically love yourself you know you know to explore yourself on Valentine's Day because if you wouldn't fuck you who would fuck you you know and just that sort of thing if if you don't want to fuck you then I expect others to fuck you is what I remember that being the, the word. Oh my god, if you dove into the wrong part of reality here, you dove, holy shit, I don't live. Why? Why? Why do you do this to yourself? What I mean is make love to yourself because damn it, you deserve to be made love to. 
whether it be by a person or by yourself. Either way counts as a completely valid and amazing and awesome sexual experience. But if you're going to do it that way, do it right. Get flat pedals, get candles. Launch the porn on the Netflix, or the Netflix. No, actually just watch the, the porn. There's no porn on Netflix, what are you talking about? Anyways, unless you're too good. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, make it special, make it pretty, and then make you do the bad thing. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, this took on a weird turn. Uh, in other words, oh, buy yourself chocolate. Buy yourself gifts. Treat yourself to a new iPhone, to a new book, to a new poster, to a new toy. Do whatever you want. Because Valentine's Day or your single can be whatever you want it to be. Doesn't always got to be romantic, guys. It could just be a day as well. Anyways, that's all for this episode today. I am Olivia. You are watching Liz Corner, or you're listening to Liz Corner. Tune in next week where we will discuss... I don't know, but we will discuss something. This has been fun, guys. Love you all. Bye!